Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Welcome to the Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we're hosted by our resident oracle, Sox Sanchez. I don't know what this world's gonna do, but I know one thing that this is the life for me. Because, baby, I'm a thug. Come on, Burns. <laughs> All day, every day. Because, baby, I'm a thug. Wouldn't change for the world. Because, baby, I'm, I'm a thug. thug. Hi, everybody. Do you guys recognize this voice? Welcome back. I was gone for a minute. <clears throat> Just one minute. Just one minute. Welcome, everybody, to the Feast. This is the this is the Feast podcast, right? Did I make it? Door 54. You hit the correct door. I hit the correct door. Episode 41. 41. One more than 40. Yes. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Luke Glendening, because he's my boy. Ooh. Victor Martinez. Mm. Victor had some good years. We never never really bring him up on this show. He was good. uh, He deserves a shout out. Yeah, he was good at what they need him to do. He was a good switch hitter, and and his end of his even at the end of his career was good. Yeah. Sadiq Bay, Kyle, you gonna say it? Sadiq Bay. Oh. Oh. (laughs) DJ Matthews. Who's that? David John Matthews, gentlemen, singer of the song number forty-one. Oh Jesus Christ! Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. I should have called in on this episode. <laughs> you guys played right into that perfectly. No one even looked at the board till we started recording. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody. If you didn't know, the guy that made that last comment is Kyle. Hello, everyone. The one that know my thug song was Burns. You can see Kyle's Dave Matthews tattoos at dmbtattoo.com. <laughs> it's good to be back. Welcome, everybody, to the Feast, episode 41, where we talk about Michigan sports, some national sports, some comedic things, if we get there in our, on our game. You never know. You never know. Kyle, what's up, bud? What's up? Did you miss me? Uh, so much. Yeah? Yeah. I like your beard. Yeah. Yeah. You, you grow a good beard. Yeah. Except for that one spot. Yeah. It's the one thing that's always driven me crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. You know what drives Joe crazy? The whole thing. CK girl beard. Hi, Burns. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Everybody have great weeks. <clears throat> Can't complain. Cool. Stepmom and sister came into town on Saturday. Nice. And got to hang out with them. How's good sister? Weekend. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Feezy, how's the kitty? <clears throat> Kid's big. Yeah. Yeah. Large, sick, large sick, child. Sick this weekend. And then, uh, you know, pretty angry this morning. And then did the thing that makes her less angry and, mm. and fine so nice yeah and you know we found out once again that the super bowl comes bi-weekly <laughs> and oh, i have i am planning I'm a, a part i am planning a party what a life to live because baby i'm a thug when, <laughs> when you get the super bowl no it's it, the greatest thing it's was great life. another reason for me to press the button because our buddy <laughs> 
Mm. We're sitting at the bar when it happened. So, hey, meet me in my room. The one, you know, the one with the waterbed and the KY. <laughs> why? You know why. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? Oh, that was good. I'm glad you brought that Love up. Love that week. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's very underrated. <clears throat> very underrated. See? Yeah. I was going to I was gonna bust you guys' chops. I was going to do my own SNL, my own top 10, because those were very commercially favorite, mm-hmm. fan favorites. Yeah, that's fair. We'll get there later. Kyle. So, what, what do you want to talk about today? Well, on the menu. What's the menu? The feast menu? The feast menu. Ooh, what are we appetizing? NHL playoffs and NBA finals fill full spread today. Ooh. We count down. Large to- portions. <laughs> Keeping. No, no food cost here. Thick. No. <laughs> no food cost here. We count down the top 10 sports franchises of all time, which should be, be fun. Book. Yeah, because every team we talk about, we're going to hate. Oh, yeah. Well, there is one team that we like that could possibly make the top 10. We'll get to that later. Okay. And we welcome back Sox for him to tell us what we fucked up last week. Yeah, you know, you guys nailed it, honestly. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. No. <laughs> it's, car- it's carved out <laughs> in the schedule. Yeah. that's good. Is that a large portion? I got a lot yeah, to talk about. Large portion. Um, well, I think we, we're doing the, you know, Detroit, <clears throat> Detroit sports figures redux this week, too. So uh, you can tell us what we did wrong with that. No, no, no. It's we like didn't it. do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to request to all the dirties out there that are listening. Oh, we, after 30 episodes, we brought back 40% of, <laughs> 40% of the dirties have been within our pub family. I would probably assume, mm-hmm. you know, so what I ask based on our pub rules that we used to have is every week you listen to us at 8 a.m. on Tuesday, you reach out to three friends and tell them about our podcast. Kind of like how we used I to love meet. It. I love it. I love it. How we used to meet three friends. I love it. Three friends a day. Yeah. It's the first golden if rule of can, the feast. If you can get us three friends a week and every person can get us three friends a week, that would be big for us. We, you know, you guys are very loyal on the listening. I, you know, I get feedback every week from people. And we really appreciate all those people that are, you know, episode 41 still going. Every week, there's new people that come up to me and say, hey, I listened the first time. We appreciate those people as well. Uh, shout out to Corey East. Saw him last week. Um, he is back in town, Kyle. He says, what's up? Is he uh, living in town? or is he, he is in town, officially. Oh, okay. He, I haven't. He, uh, he is. Uh, he'll pop in. and I told him, what, I told him your schedule. He'll um, pop in and see me. <laughs> but he says, hey, I saw, he was like, I feel like online, like you guys are doing something like you, Kyle, and Burns. I'm like, yeah, we do a podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, I should probably listen. I'm like, you probably should because you'd, be, you'd totally understand. So, Corey, if you're listening to episode 41. You know how I sell it to everybody. Oh, wow. Do, do, you, like, <laughs> do you like sports and masturbation jokes? Because oh. you'll love our podcast. <laughs> and once again, tell three of your friends <laughs> about. But yeah, we you know we want to. We already penetrated the, the first circle of ear holes. Who had use of the word penetration on their bingo card? Uh, oh, we should be doing that. <laughs> That's a, not a bad idea. The feast bingo card. Uh, but if you could, I mean, you know, uh, you guys are very loyal to us and we're we to be loyal to you and we're just trying to get that extra notch in the belt notch it notch in the bedpost we're, we're making a notch in the belt because that's a fallout boy song notch in the notch bedpost so i just want to bring that up and also you know and, but we're very thankful for the guys people that do listen yeah i really appreciate dr nasty telling me every single time that how we're much younger than you are with our things that we bring up well you know what because we fucking are yeah, so, I, true. Every single it's SNL th- skit that he named me, I told him didn't make a top fifty of a single list that I played in, and a single list I looked at, and maybe he was just too old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? 
Uh, he didn't say anything back. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was sitting at the bar when Super Bowl happened. So you know, how do you think? Ky. Yeah. You know why? But but <laughs> that's funny. You said but what a what a transition. Yeah, that was better than penetration. Mm. I thought uh, my card. Before we get in, I like the way you look at me and smile. <laughs> I was just thinking in my head of what the Super Bowl over, was. Over no, I know what the Super Bowl is. I was wondering what the over under of penetration, penetration is today. Yeah, that's three. <laughs> well, that's gonna be a new promo. Penetration, penetration, penetration. Piece of shit. Penetration. <laughs> Before we get into how full many spread, holes are filled on the Super Bowl? One, three. Uh, <laughs> Before we get in to full spread, though, gentlemen. Oh, okay. We the feast wants to take a second to wish a happy retirement to the Amish rifle, Fitzmagic. Yes, Sox ah, Sanchez's yes. spirit yes. animal. Yep. Yes, Ryan motherfucking Fitzpatrick. Seventh round pick to the L.A. Rams. I know. I think his first game he threw for over three hundred and fifty yards. His first game, and he thought, "Well, this little Harvard with the no arm is going to be, you know, career." Well, he went to like twelve different teams. Yeah, was always that transitional starter yeah. for every team. He was fun. Always a, was a great leader, great captain of the team. Always, always outperformed what everyone thought he was. Oh, yeah. He's, he, yep. yeah, exactly. Uh, did you see the the before, like, when he got drafted? Well, he got drafted in, like, 08 or something or 10. And then his picture, you know, he's got the big old beard now. You should see his first picture. Oh, my God. Looks <laughs> uh, like Burns with the eye makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Great photo. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> So my question to you guys. What's your question to us? Uh, which is the better Ryan Fitzpatrick moment? The press conference after beating the Eagles 27-21 wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes when asked if any of the clothes were his, he said the chest hair was his. <laughs> or being in the crowd for Buffalo's home playoff game last year shirtless and chugging beer, beers with Bill's Mafia. I would say number two. Man, that's tough, but it's got to be number two, right? Yeah. He's a he's both just, great moments. He, but the, the one thing I liked awesome. about him is like, he, obviously the the sports are a profession, right? But he made it seem fun. Yeah, you he know? always had fun. So the players that make it seem that's why I love Miguel Cabrera even more because he's a leader now, but he's having still having fun mm-hmm. like he's eighteen or like in little league. Yeah, it's it's and that's refreshing it's, to see. That's what it's really all about. Is like you you had your fortunate enough to be playing a sport that you love but like the people that have you know obviously you want to win but the mm-hmm. people that have fun with it is i think very entertaining yeah so you're not a fan of tommy fam is what you're saying yeah <laughs> that whole that whole that's awesome it's not fancy awesome? football thing i loved it <laughs> i know i was so upset because we awesome. had all those little dynamite drop-ins for yeah. The last, last week. yeah that was what that's special uh but before but, we get into but, full, before we get into full spread, I'm gonna give one last to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hell yeah, yeah, yes sir. There is some rumors going around that he may sign a one day contract pr- with the Bills. I'm pretty sure also that he has the most yards in that draft class. That'd be awesome. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember who else was with him, but I'm pretty sure he he takes the cake and eats it too with my crew. Mm. Well, speaking of eating board. cake. Oh, what are we doing? It's time to spread. Oh, ooh! Click it. Full spread. 
spread. <laughs> Full spread. Full spread. This, if you didn't know, we talk about national sports. I'm assuming we're going to talk about NBA and NHL playoffs. Is that correct, Kyle? A hundred percent. Oh, I read the production notes. Hey. Hey. Do you want to touch on uh, U.S. soccer? Uh, they had a good couple friendlies this week. I think they won 4-0 against somebody. They had a, uh, a big pickup. Uh, young guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. They just decided that he's going to start playing for the U.S. national team. 18. Hmm. Can't think of his Plays name. for. Can't remember who he plays for. I'll figure it out. Dynamite, dynamite drop it. Uh, <laughs> the one I'm impressed with is they played on Sunday, Uruguay. You mean the game that Uruguay uh, cheated and still couldn't beat us? Yeah, they're a good team. They make the World Cup every year. They're you know that's a very uh, high quality team for a friendly. I think that was a good match. You know we didn't play all our. You know some people are still hurt, but it was good to see McKinney back. Um, Yedlin, who is our right back, who is probably one of our oldest players on the team. Played a great game. I mean, he every time he's on the pitch, he plays a great game. So it's good to see him. If we can, f- we need the, our problem in the World Cup is going to be we need to see find somebody who can finish. That's going to be an issue. It, yeah, hopefully Pulisic can be that guy. And yeah, but I know. I don't like. The, I don't like. The, I don't like those spots. They put like stop him at left wing. Put yeah. him in the middle. But you got Ferreira and all these guys, and I, I don't know. Um, finish, but the goalie that was going to be trying out for one of the positions, you know. It seems like goalie is kind of our weak spot, but the goalie that played yesterday, Johnson, or on Sunday, excuse me, Johnson played a hell of a game. Johnson. Um, Johnson. Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson. He played a great game. So good to see those friendlies. Uh, Shout out to the Ukraine team. Um, yeah, for playing in a wonderful game yep. um, against Wales. You know, congratulations also to Wales for making the World Cup for the first time since 1958. Yeah, that's wild. Which why did I think I remember them playing in the World Cup a few years back? Because Gareth Bale is an awesome player and right. He yeah, it's and weird. Like that he, that, it's it, wild in professional soccer. He's kind of taking like a back seat and coming off the bench for his clubs that he played. You know, he plays for yep. really good clubs. But man, it's good to see him kind of. Being the star performer, he played great. That's all I got, Kyle. All right. Well, then we are moving on to NHL playoffs, Western Conference. I picked Colorado, by the way, just for the record. Yeah, we know. We heard it last week, and or no, weeks before. You picked everything right. We got it. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Game one did not disappoint. Fast offensive hockey, multiple goals scored within minutes or seconds of each other. No. but Colorado had an answer for everything Edmonton threw at them game one. Uh, Colorado saw a four-goal lead late in the second period deteriorate just to a single goal with about seven minutes left. Avs hit an empty netter, win it by two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to game two where – Adjustments, adjustments. Uh, Colorado struck first, scoring three goals in two minutes and four seconds, and that's all they needed behind the great wow. play of Pavel – Francis. Francois. No, Francis. <laughs> you said it wrong this time, sir. Ooh. Francois. No, it's Francis. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> We're in an impasse. Francois. No, it's Francis. I've che- I've you think I didn't look five times. <laughs> <laughs> it's Francis. <laughs> I have no skin in the game. Watch a Cana- French Canadian call's name. It's Francois. Okay, Francis. Anyway. Uh yeah, Frank go- House. Goalie change. And that's what it's all about in the NHL these days is mm-hmm. to have two good goalies for that reason. Yeah. 
And then uh, J- Colorado win in it. Game three, Brooms. Uh, JT Comfort makes uh, makes up for his tripping penalty by scoring right out of the box to give Colorado the league an eventual win. The University of Michigan, part of the part of the CCM. Five line. goals in his last four games. Part of the CCM. What is what the knowledge of you dropping knowledge? I'm hard as a diamond. <laughs> and then uh, Evander Kane out game four after his uh, legal hit to Kadri. We'll miss the rest. Kadri will miss the rest of the series, but Colorado's up one nothing still, right now. Correct. Uh, end of the first period. End of the first period, and uh, yeah, since replacing Darcy Kemper halfway through game one with an upper body injury, Francis is uh, only allowed two goals in game two and three. Like I said, having a backup goalie—that's what it's all about when yep. things hit, hit, hit shits the fan. Uh, the one thing I'll say is after that first game, you're gonna have to figure out which team was going to stop giving up the two-on-ones and the three-on-twos because both teams play crazy very fast pace <laughs> both teams have defensemen that pinch pretty hard uh but the depth and the four lines that colorado can roll out you know on the forward game is going to be the difference and that, that has been the difference yeah they're colorado is so stacked offensively you know everybody's worried about their cadre getting hurt and it's like right i mean there's yeah there's five guys ready to go you right know, behind you know, jt Comfort can step up in the center mm-hmm. role right exactly so and i mean hopefully cadre's back for the finals because eh. but um doesn't sound promising yeah it doesn't does it every year he's out but this yeah. year's the first time with injuries yeah usually it's suspension <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah colorado looks great yeah and, and I, you know, I love Edmonton. They, I think they're in the right direction. And I like Mike Smith, but like I said, you know, when you have depth like Colorado has, mm-hmm. you know, everybody talks and having your great lines, your great scoring lines. And we talk all day about role players. And if you don't have that, four, that's why Tampa Bay's won the last two years because right. their third and fourth lines have been well. And that'll be Edmonton's goal in the off season. It will be to add depth to behind their stars. They they have some salary cap, you know, things they got to figure out because they really should re-sign Evander Kane. Um, after all this bullshit that happened with San Jose yeah. and all that off off the the ice crap, uh, he's played. I mean, he's leading the NHL in goals in the right. playoffs, and he's played great. He's a great agitator. He's the perfect playoff guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, and then we, Avalanche, and then we head out east. East uh, game one. Vasilevsky has rare bad game, and the Lightning's lose six two, yeah. but they are eighteen and zero following a loss. Until game two, (laughs) when the Rangers win 3-2, good goaltending by both Vasilevsky stopping 25 and Shesterkin stopping 29 in this one, but the Rangers edge off the lightning in game two, and then they head to Tampa Bay, where power play was the name of the game. Uh, Four power play goals scored in it. Uh, Palat scores with 42 seconds left mm-hmm. to give Lightning the 3-2 win at home. Yeah. And New York leads this series 2-1 going into game four tonight. For the record, I picked the Rangers. You did. It was on, it was on the Facebook. Yes, I did pick the Rangers. I think they're uh, the one team that can match up with them depth-wise. I think they're uh, – it also doesn't help that Tampa Bay does not have Braden Point. No, it hurts. Who has been just a maniac scoring in the playoffs the last yep. three years. Um, but the four lines that – it's one of those things. The four lines can match up with the Tampa Bay's four lines. And, uh, you know, when you have a, one of the best goalies in the league, both of them have the best – you know, anything mm-hmm. can happen. So right. anything can still happen moving forward. But that first game, Tampa Bay, we can tell they were off. Um, they were not ready to play. I, I think New, I, I think New, I think this could – New York can finally – or somebody can finally beat Tampa Bay. 
Someone must have sent them Joe Caputo's guide to yeah. Tampa Bay nightlife. A lot of, Thank you. Before the game. A lot of captain. Yeah. Lots of captain. Half and gallons. <laughs> deleted Facebook statuses. Yes, sir. Well, then on to Playoffs. the NBA Finals. Game one. Mm. A 21-point first quarter from Steph Curry, highest since Jordan in 93, with a record-setting six three-pointers. And a zero-point second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Scoring 11 points for the rest of the game. Um, But that, as well as a 12-point lead going in the fourth, wasn't enough to take down the Celtics. Uh, Five Celtics score in double figures, led by Al Horford with 26, and they win the game 120-108. Horford went off. Horford's a G. It was nuts. Deanne and I were talking about, like, Horford was always like kind of he's always made the all-star team because there's never any right. centers in the league. Right. And then we always thought he was overpaid. We got paid with Philly. <laughs> yeah. And after Atlanta. it was really just a bad fit. And then he moved on. And like even with this year with Boston, it was like, okay, he's 36 or 35, right. blah, blah, blah. But then like playoffs showed up. Like the one my favorite stat that I, that I didn't know about with Boston's starting lineup was every single player on the starting lineup got a vote for defensive player of the year. I didn't know that either. I love that. That's a great stat. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's that fantastic. Well, and and that's the thing. That's why Al he's Horford stayed, defense. He plays great defense. He plays really, really good defense. And now all of a sudden he just bangs threes. So it's like, I know he's always done. I always thought he was just that, like okay, you know, the eighteen to twenty mm-hmm. foot jump shooter. But I, his defense, I don't right. know if it like just changed this year. But I don't. I never thought he was like that. Yeah, he's played really good defense. That was a really fun game to watch. Um, Boston pulled away at the end. Uh, I think what everyone saw is that this is just going to be it, really in the first two games that this is going to be a great series. Oh, it's going to be back and, and forth. Yeah. I mean, Golden State made going to the game two. Golden State made adjustments and right. Which Kyle game Nin- two nineteen turnovers mar game two for the Boston Celtics wow. as the Golden State took a halftime lead of two two points and turned it into twenty three entering the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then Boston just kind of gave up. Got to figure out the third quarter. Yeah, well, we see this time and time again with this Warriors team. Is that the third quarter they just destroy no. the, whoever they're playing? Yeah, it, they they do it time in and time out. The third quarter for some reason is just they just go nuts. Well, that and, dagger was the pool three. Well, yeah, the, I mean in pool, a huge huge game for Jordan Poole's confidence because he was he was clearly pressing. He was a little too amped up for these finals in the in game one and really to start game two as well. Just taking some some poor shots forcing too much mm-hmm. and Steve Kerr sat him down uh, for like the whole third quarter yeah. and uh, brought him in towards the end, but played some guys ahead of him and then he came in and he played great. Yep. And so, you know, Steve Kerr looked like he pushed the right button there. Um, it was good to see Peyton which, back. <clears throat> yep. Good to see Gary Payton back. He'll, his minutes will increase and they're going to need him to play well because it, as much as I hate to say it, Clay just looks tired. He's, I think he's, He's ready for the off season. Uh, he needs to continue to get healthier. He needs an off season of strength and conditioning yep. before he's ready for a run like this because he looks cooked. And I think that's why he, you know they had uh, they blew him out in the fourth quarter. That's why he was he was playing this trying right. to get a jump start for yep. the next game. You can, yep. you can sense that. Yep. So uh, the the extra rest during the NBA finals should help him because they go two days between games. Yeah. Um, but he looks tired. So we'll see. We'll see if Golden State can overcome that. If their role players can step out, Porter's been playing great uh, when he comes in, which is awesome. So, and then it, they stepped up their defense big time in game two. Uh, you saw Steph just the one Steph thing, was locking down. And, yeah, their pick and roll defensive coverage of Boston was awful. But I'll tell you this: Draymond Green, if he doesn't start getting offensive fouls in the next game, I'd be really surprised because he was like playing fullback. 
on some of those high pick and rolls. Yeah, they he, they and let some of that go. Like that, one foul, that one foul that was on Grant Williams when Draymond, <laughs> yeah, literally Draymond just, plowed, just plowed over him. I'm watching him like, ooh. Draymond is really crafty at doing stuff like that and making it look like like when he but, plowed through him, he like he like made sure that Grant Williams somehow hooked his arm. Yeah, so but that keep an eye on that for game three, oh, yeah. though. They'll, they'll, because, see, they'll see tape, yeah. You know, because that's there, there wasn't that just that one time. There was that one yeah. where he had the – Green came on the right side, and then they picked and rolled to the left, and there was another pick. Mm-hmm. And he literally just put his head down and just, like, went straight forward at the guy. Like, yeah. if he doesn't put his head down, it's different. Right. The other thing, though, that he did is he got in Grant Williams' head yeah. and took Grant Williams out of that game. Yeah. Grant Williams was a non-factor. But, but that's okay. And, it, well, no, it's not okay because Boston needs those role players. Yeah, but Boston take, needs. Okay, I'd rather have him take Grant Williams out of the game than Jalen Brown or well, Smart. Yeah, or, yeah. So I'm Absolutely. okay with that. Fair enough. Toss. Well, that's all I got for full spread. But before we go into the first break, uh, something I actually found on my phone a couple of weeks ago. I meant to tell you guys was uh, I found this <laughs> uh, tweet, and it was talking about how. Uh, we all agree that 9-11 was a complete and utter tragedy, but not until recently did anyone realize that the Paris Hilton sex video opened with a in memory of 9-11, and no one thought it was weird till now. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that. Mm, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, fun time. Super Bowl. <laughs> cool. Super Bowl. <laughs> well. I guess uh, we'll just do our Tuesday with a socks promo and fuck me anyways. <laughs> um, my socks promo. Yeah. Oh, Tuesdays with me. Yeah. Tuesdays with Maury. Uh, thank you, Mitch Album. <laughs> Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day and Friday and Sunday fun day. And even Monday has the case of the Mondays. Ever think... Well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. Just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. <laughs> Creamy. <laughs> I just had to say that because I wanted to make sure that was on tape. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Kyle. Socks. You know, next week, we're going to talk about the top 10 SNL players. Yeah, I, I damn right. I knew <laughs> what we're talking about next you week. Know, Did you know next week we were talking about the top 10 SNL players? Because that, that won't stress me out. Top 10 roster, I did know. That won't stress me out. Trying to pick 10 SNL players. <sighs> I think it's doable. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing. Shout out to my mother. Mama Sox. Shout out. Shout out. She's having knee replacement surgery tomorrow. Ooh, good luck. So Get she, better soon. Yeah, so uh, I'm happy that she's doing it because now after this, hopefully in about you know six to eight months to a year, we can start walking around and going to concerts and things without her being through pain. So I'm really excited oh, yeah, for her yeah. uh, to get it done and get real soon. I'll be home soon, mother. So I'll be going home this weekend. Bring ice cream. 
bring ice cream. I'm going to bring her some gummies. Yep. Uh, what's up, Kyle? You want to bring her some of my gummies? I got one of those, these? Yeah. I don't care. Real quick before we uh, get to some stuff. Poetry. Oh, sure. Uh, real quick thing I wanted to touch on. Today came out uh, Rashid Wallace named Lakers. assistant coach in L.A. Yeah. So if so if LeBron gets mouthy, he's going to get slapped. I hope so. So I saw, I thought I saw a follow-up to that that said that the two sides are talking, but they haven't actually come to an agreement yet. Rumor has it that. Even r- rumor has is that Penny, because Rashid was in Memphis, I believe, with mm-hmm. Penny, as Penny said, Rashid's gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, why would Rashid stay at Memphis? They just got, they're about to get blasted by the NCAA. Well, that, Penny just went there and just started handing out bags left and right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and already they literally rumor. already got their notice of allegations. There was already rumor that he was going to be out the door anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but uh, it's disappointing because I love Rashid Lawson. Oh, he's got to go to the Lakers. Lakers. Well, then we get to gonna, but him and Darvin Ham is kind of sexy. <laughs> that, that's that 04, that's that 04 squad, bro. That's, yeah. And, and we get to drop that. Fact on you again about you getting the Darvin Ham thing correctly. He oh, was the next head yeah, coach. Yeah, he was yeah. the next, he head coach, he was the next so. one. Yeah. See, I, you guys started to listen to me. Yet? <laughs> People think I'm a jackass, but I'm really like I don't. And I don't watch the McAfee show, and I don't watch ESPN, and I don't give a shit about Stephen A. Smith or Feinbaum, or I do like uh, Cedric, I like Kendrick Perkins though. Oh, really? Of all the oh. people. You, you like you watch, Kendrick? Oh, he's my a, man socks. He's a fucking clown. Did you watch the SNL thing? Did I send that to you when they did the um, Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins? No, but it it's got to be awesome. You, I, you, might, it you sent it to me, yeah. Oh, uh, Chris Red's playing Stephen A. Smith. He's talking about cereal and something else being similar. He's like, but it's a bowl of cereal. <laughs> and then Kendrick Perkins, I think, is played by Keenan Thompson. And it is. Yeah. Keenan Thompson. <laughs> he, <laughs> so, amen there. Uh, I like. I think I will always like anybody that's opposite to Stephen A. Smith. So probably, yeah, I just hate both of them. Yeah, well, nobody's ever been. Well, nobody's good enough for you. That's not true. Love Jalen Rose. I will. I will say since we're talking about commentators and I like Orlowski. Like I love him. I yeah. do like. Orlowski. I love. I'm happy that Jeff Van Gundy was back. Love Van. Gundy. I love him and, and Mark Jackson. And yeah, him and Mark Jackson together are great. If those aren't like out of all the sports that have their top commentators, I think. Mark Jackson and Stan Van Gundy, whether it's Mark Jones or Breen, hey man, yeah. I love their banter and I love how crazy Jeff Van Gundy is. The only gonna, thing missing is Joe Buck. You're not going to sit yeah. here and tell me that they're better than <laughs> Kornheiser and Dennis Miller. Oh, come on, <laughs> Kyle. <sighs> I'm going to extend this. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about Jeff Van Gundy, and he he made me smile last night. He's so fun. <laughs> he was making an argument about that technical foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he <laughs> argued against himself. <laughs> and Mark Jackson was like, you just argued your own point. He's like, I did. I did. And I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> yeah, love it. Reminds me of. Reminds me of all of us. That technical foul. We can talk about that real quick. Which one? I, the one where Draymond like put his arms or Jordan Poole put his arms up, like in, they, they, in they, trip they, and they rescinded that. He got tripped. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They rescinded that because it was like he was guarding. Okay. I, I. I think. Yeah. They were talking okay. about the one with him and probably Grant Williams of all people getting into it. I want to pick and rolls, yep. and they were like, "Well, they were talking about the." Well, Draymond Green's already got one. Do you make that? Right, Which I think is right, the right, right. right yeah, officiating yeah, call. Yeah. And then Jeff Angoni's like, that's the right call. But then, like, you got to make it consistent. And, like, anybody that else that would do this would get a technical and blah, blah. He's like, 
Well, you just argue against yourself. Right, yeah. So I get both sides, but. Anyway, Kyle. You're ready to drop the beat. Oh, are we doing that? Yeah. Okay. Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Sitting at home with my dick on hard, so I got a black book for a freak to call. Picked up the telephone, dialed the seven digits, said, Yo, this Soxy baby, are you down with it? I arrived at her house, knocked on the door, not having an idea what the night had in store. I'm like a dog in heat, freak without warning. An appetite for sex, because me so horny. That was Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. Luther Campbell, two live crew. If you don't know the song, it's called Me So Horny. Me love you long time. Shout out to Luther Campbell and Frank Zappa for, you know, being able to say whatever they want. Free speech. Back in the 80s. Look it up. VH1. Pop-up video. Remember that show? I do. I learned I do. a lot of stuff, <laughs> especially about Madonna. It's always Madonna. Oh, lots of Madonna pop-ups. Always Madonna. Yep. That and Paula Cole. <laughs> do, 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 do. Cowboy. What's oh, up, yeah, Kyle? That week we missed you. Uh, I mean, you uh, you told everybody on Facebook you wanted to give your real SNL and Detroit sports countdowns. You wanted to uh, no, I got I got to refine a little bit more because there's so many goofy ones. Like the ones, a couple ones I didn't talk about that we missed was the the lovers in the hot tub mm-hmm. with Will Ferrell and um yeah. what's Very her name? Good. Yeah, Jimmy uh, Fallon. Yeah, yep. uh Jimmy or the Janet Reno dance party. Yep. When yeah. Will Ferrell's <laughs> oh, um the kissing family when they all kiss each other. <laughs> With Paul Rudd, especially. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, Fred Armisen playing the cat. Uh, Paul Giamatti was on a date with... I um, can't remember who it was. Uh, but And Fred Armisen plays the girl's cat. And if you know who Fred Armisen is, he just overdid it and was fantastic. Uh, so a couple of those. So I'll maybe I'll post some. Post some stuff. Well, then... Uh, but can we talk about these athletes, though, Detroit real quick? Detroit Sports Countdown. Let's hear it. So, <clears throat> gentlemen, how we don't have Steve Eisman number one is crazy to me. I am going to do you one better and say how we don't have Miguel Cabrera number one is crazy. No. Yeah. Steve Eisman. Well, I mean, okay. What's Steve Eisman done that hasn't been done since 1969? Nothing? Okay. Well, Cabrera has a triple crown, and that hasn't been done since... The late 60s. Yeah. Well, Steve Eisman won three cups. He won defensive player forward of the year. He won a playoff MVP. Yes, he did. He's You're also seventh all time in NHL scoring. Yep. I'm not, and I'm not He's also slated that. as the best two way forward in NHL history. Okay. And Miguel Cabrera is the best hitter. Did he win anything? A, did he win anything? You guys talked about championships of how that was we the did. core last we year. We did. We did. Okay. I mean, if they, we, we did also Eisman won it as an exact, too. So you actually won four cups. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with Detroit. He did. He won it in Detroit. 2008, he was an exec with Detroit. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about him being in Tampa Bay, but he didn't want I don't necessarily, I'm okay with him, number one. I don't necessarily disagree with any of those, with Barry, Miguel Cabrera, or Iserman, number one. Iserman's number one, clean. Clean. But, I mean, when we're talking about athlete, like athlete, are we talking about sports figure? Are we talking about athlete? Because that's what... 
he's a fucking well, great yeah, athlete. Same, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying because I mean, if you're gonna have Ben Wallace be number six, winning one championship, and you're not gonna he's have, a, but Ben Wallace has also had won four Defensive Player of the Years. I just said he won one so Defensive Player of the Year. He won Defensive MVP. Yeah, he won it once. He won Defensive MVP once. He won the. I, I don't. Under, I don't think you understand how good of an. No, I'm not saying Steve I'm not, I'm not arguing against that. He was also but, uh, with Detroit for 20 years. Ben Wallace was with Detroit for six. Yes, and I like I'm not. I give it to I. That's the reason why we gave it to Barry was sticking it out with the thing. But I give it to Eiserman for sticking it out. But like there's, but also I think there needs to be like something said for Miguel Cabrera doing things that no one else has ever done. I agree with that, but you guys talk about championships being an important part of that. No, and I won three and he was part of the, one of the worst teams in NHL history with the dead wings of the eighties. And he stuck with it and turned that shit around. No. And I do. And he was like the longest captain in NHL history. No, Miguel Cabrera didn't do that. Longest captain, all four major sports, 20 years in history. No, and I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. Okay. Like I'm just saying like it, it, in the same instance because like there are plenty of things that eyes are in but what what but in the, in the 90s kyle what detroit's team carried us that's i made that point last week i'm the one that said that and the red wings so the yes. should be number one to another point i agree Eisenman number one I'm okay. sorry. I'll, I'll go. I'm okay with everything else. I like that. I don't um, like Isaiah Thomas on the list. I took Isaiah Thomas out because technically I never watched Isaiah Thomas live. I've always seen him on tape. And I'm not going to lie. He tore his Achilles before I started watching basketball. Did you? Okay. Quick question. Uh, Lidstrom didn't play for anyone else but Detroit, right? No, and I was going to put him in my top, top I was four say, at the least. I would almost say Lindstrom. I, there's an argument to be made to put Lindstrom above Iserman and Cabrera for one fact and one fact only, and that's his Norris trophies. Bobby Orr's the only person that has more. Yeah, I'd still probably be behind Eiserman though. And I and I can understand that because like it's a difference in but yeah, Eiserman winning the Smythe. I mean, I, there's almost there was almost thoughts in my head that I was gonna put Eiserman at least from one and two. Um, I mean, I love Barry. And I and, and I, I, I think Barry. that's I can get behind that completely yeah. just based on if we're going by championships and the fact that both those two guys are doing things like yeah. that no one else did in that sport. I mean, Eisenman's the best defenseman in our era by far. Um, the only one I was thought about is I was going to put Datsuk and Zetterberg together as the Euro twins. Um, you know, Datsuk did win, what, four or five Selkie trophies. He did win two cups because um, he won that first one with our Hall of Fame team. Um, you guys talked about Fedorov, which I appreciate you guys bringing up because... That was going to be my last thing. Because was being a poster boy of, one, the fact of him getting him and um, the whole the story of getting him and Pavel Bure and Alexander McGillney over from Russia was a huge thing for the NHL and the time that it brought. Um, also, national national figure-wise, everybody knew who Sergei Fedorov was mm-hmm. with his golden True. locks, yep. the first one to ever wear Nike... Um, Equipment in hockey, you always wear that blue t. You know, every time you saw him fly out the ice with without his helmet on, like all the girls wooed. Like he was a national, he was a national figure. And then one other person I wanted to bring up that no, didn't bring up, I appreciate the Herman Moore honorable mention is Grant Hill. Reason being is because he was such a transition from bad boys to when we won a championship that kept pissing basketball basketball in Detroit. There's all those rumors for a lot of years that Detroit was going to be the franchise to move with with Seattle at the time. Like they were on that, they were on that bubble. They were on that short list. Once again, you know, I would honorable mention is fair. Maybe number ten for Grant Hill, and also because he was such a national 
I mean, it was they talked about before Kobe got on scene. It was Michael Jordan and Grant Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's what they talked about NBA yep. NBA wise. Nash, um, so otherwise, I thought it was pretty. I don't think Matt Stafford needs to be on the list. I, so I took Stafford off, and that's just and the only reason I say that. And, like, me and Burns talked about it last week, but the only reason I really take Matt Stafford off the list was, like, Stafford had a great career in Detroit, but, like, he never got over the hump. He threw for a ton of yards, but, but and what, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he wasn't doing At the time of what he was putting those statistics up was the time where everybody else was doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Yep. Um, now, we're fortunately to have that gunslinger as a quarterback after all those years of part of it is Detroit had awful quarterbacks for a ton of years. Uh so that was a blessing. Well, and Dr. Nasty wanted me to say Eric Kramer because he's the only Detroit quarterback to win a playoff game in the last 30 years. Yeah, that was also before our time, you old fuck. So, uh, uh, but I, I thought you guys nailed it. Uh, like I said, Fedorov, I, it was hard between, you know, Shanahan was a good call. You know, he won't be acquired him. Um, I thought Kozlov was in it because I didn't expect to look at uh, he, some of he, those stats he, he and see how solid he was. A very solid. He, he did play for Atlanta later on in his career. He all those rush. I mean, if Constantino would have stayed healthy, right. he'd probably be on the list. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, what did we get? I didn't get your reaction to the Avs Red Rings documentary. Oh, 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 that's gonna be fire, fun, a lot of fun, two hour yeah. special. Do we know when it is? It's in June sometime. It, it, I believe I'm it's assuming be, right after the playoffs. It's going to be between game two and three, they believe. Oh, the Stanley, oh, the Cup. Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like it's Stanley Cup's NBA final. Um, that's going to be phenomenal. And my yeah, favorite thing about the, that uh, trailer is Konstantinov at the end talking about, hey, what do you, you know, what's your favorite part of rivalry? He's like, beat them. Love it. Like, Well, and then I like going back and looking and seeing – like, the names. Well, no, but going back and looking and seeing what we did to them in Game Seven Oh Two. Oh, that yeah. When the, we retired the team. When we retired Patrick Wah. <laughs> when we sent yeah, we Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals. You know and we sent them out. You know what's funny about Patrick Wah and Patrick Wah probably hits the Red Wings more than a lot of people than the fact that when mm-hmm. he played for Montreal before he got traded to Quebec, uh, Sergey Fedorov put five goals on him and we scored seven on him. And the next. Literally, I think the next day or two, he was traded. <laughs> so that and was we, one. And right, we right, right. And then in that game seven, we put on, what? Seven. Seven, and like five of them, or three, yeah. four of them were in the first period, and yep. Holmstrom was just ruining his day. Yep. And he did the Statue of Liberty, and I'll ruin him again. Um, it was well, great. Well, and I, I love, I, you know, and my favorite thing these days now is to have your, your face of your franchise, your golden boy players be your come your execs and you're out like Yeah, that's fun. You know, Steve Eisen's obviously of back with Detroit. Yeah. But Colorado's got Joe Sackick. <clears throat> Love it. Isn't Shanahan somewhere? Shanahan's with Louis. Toronto. Um, which is how he has the job still is I thought he'd get fired, but yeah. we don't know. And then I don't know if there's any other Red Wings out there. Oh yeah, Pavard Beaks with Dallas now. Yeah. But anyway, I love like Eisenman and Sackick, you know, there's a lot of respect there of who is the best Canadian. You know, you saw Lemieux and all those guys, but uh, when Eisenman tore his knee and didn't play in the Olympics that one year, he purposely did not wear 19 for the reason of respect for Eisenman. And you, they were rivals. Right. And I remember there's a story of uh, Brett Hall when he was on the wings and Sean Avery. If you guys don't know who remember Sean Avery, he was a pest. He was the guy that would sit in front of Martin oh, yeah. Brodeur and do like yep. the steak wiggle thing yep. and had to change the rules. And he was a, basically a dickhead. Um, long story short, he was talking shit to Joe Sackick in one of the games. Brett Hall grabbed him by the jersey, pulled him, sit his ass down. He's like, "You don't talk to people like that." I was like, "I appreciate your job, but you don't you don't talk to specialty royalty like that." And these guys are rivals, right? So right, there was right. it was a rivalry, but it was and they hated each other. Was a respected rivalry at the same time, yep. like those certain people. Yep. Like nobody was gonna fuck with Sackick. Mm-hmm. You did. You're gonna get your ass kicked. You know. Right. I, I loved 
and the, both of those teams were perfect for each other. You know, I, I really thought Colorado had the more talent back then, honestly. But, you know, as you look at the roster now. but Anything else we did long, wrong last week, no, you guys did great. You guys didn't do anything wrong. It was just <laughs> a matter of opinion. Well, then we're going to go right into the Detroit Tigers Minute with Pound Cake. Okay. This is the Detroit Tigers Minute with Pound Cake. Another week and more ups and downs for us Tigers fans. Started the week against the Tinkles. Monday we win 7-5. Scoop gets his 1,000th hit. Torkelson goes 3-4 for four and the Tigers win. Tuesday we split the doubleheader, losing 8-2 in the afternoon and winning 4-0 from the nightcap. Wednesday, Scooble throws a gem and Scoop knocks in 2 for the 5-0 win. And then Thursday, Daz Cameron's 8th inning 2-run homer lifts the Tigers to the 3-2 win and we take the series 4-1, flushing down those division-leading Tinkles. Hey, I think we're getting the hang of it. Wrong. Then it was off to New York for three with the jerk-offs. Games one and two, we might as well have not taken a bat out there with us as we lose 13-0 and 3-0 with three total hits in the two games. Better luck game three, but same result. 5-4 loss and extra innings as a Harold Castro throwing error in the eighth allowed the Schlammer Waxers to tie and eventually win. Can someone please call Don fucking Kelly to teach these guys some fundamentals? Four and four on a week that was thought to be promising, but ended up just like Amber Heard in the shitter. We, Davy Jones, giant squid it up in Pittsburgh Tuesday and Wednesday. Then we're back at Comerica when we are channeling the preciseness of Randy Johnson as we go bird hunting against the Blue Jays for three games. We're back? Yeah, we're back. Quick thing, Scooble's on fire. Yeah. Scooble is on fire. Um... The month of July they're on their schedule. Because they were starting to win some games. I was like, right, right. you're getting close to, you know, nine games out of 500. And we'll just, well, based on how the year started. Right. You know. Right. Look in their month of July. They play 30 games, which is the all-star game month, mind you. <laughs> so they play 30 games. They have four doubleheaders. And I think 21 or 24 of those games are within your division. Ooh. So if you, yeah. which is a tough month, but if you weirdly do good, yep. there's a lot of potential there to yep. at least get to 500 balls. Which is what we're hoping for, and hopefully that's when uh, some of these pitchers come back, and maybe Riley Green shows up after the All Star break. You know, uh, Tortelson will start to see some promise out of him, and then he gets pulled. Well, at least you know people like Scope and um, somebody else is starting to get a little bit warm there. So hopefully that stays with it. But their bullpen's been on fire. You guys Obviously see, had a couple good games lately. You guys see how the Yankees uh, picked up on Elvin Rodriguez's tip-offs first pitches and just shell them for 13 yeah. rounds. Yeah, and then Rizzo was like, hey, by the way, he's tipping his pitches. Yeah, yeah. and they, I watched like a video on it, and it was so bad. Like They were sitting back. They knew everything that was coming, whether it was off-speed or a fastball, yeah. or just banging it. Well, well, yeah, don't tip your pitches. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Well, Thanks. before we get to the top sports franchises countdown, we're going to hit you with Ugh. one more little promo. Which one? The Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. Mm, get that captain ready. Summer is here. The kids are getting out of school and vacations are getting planned. Don't wait to plan or be on vacation and have nothing to do. Hi, I'm Kyle from Spinebuster Sports, and now you can go to shop.spinebustersports.com and get your copy of Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. Now you can enjoy the Sunshine State like a pro with Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. It is your quintessential guide to everything Florida has to offer. 
Want to fish for sharks? You'll be the coolest guy in a boat since Michael Bolton. Eats. This has every fast food establishment in the state listed, as well as reviews of drive-through times and customer satisfaction. Amusement parks? You bet your corn-fed ass we do. You'll be running around with that rodent and all his fucking pals quicker than you can say 1-800-DIAL-IT-UP. Hotels and rentals? You'll be in the house in no time. Bing bong! Hello! Act now and get a special gift. Joe Caputo's Guide to Tampa Nightlife. Find love or tickle that naughty side of you with this guide to get filled with Tampa Nightlife. And order in the next 15 minutes and we'll also include the Frugler's Takeout Deal and Fast Food Guide to All of West Michigan. This offer won't last long, so act now. Go to shop.spymustersports.com and powerbomb your vacation. Yo-Yo and Hot Dogs Next Guide to Florida does not include half gallons of Captain or Tito's, Ubers to Wendy's, fireproof carpet, or repeated calls from your friends to delete Facebook statuses. And all sales are final. Plus, coming soon to shop.spinebustersports.com, the Glaze My Pound Cake t-shirt. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com for everything The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise related. And don't forget, tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. for The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. No refunds. Absolutely not. Pillowcases. Optional. Ah, wink. Wink. Ah. Mm-hmm. Let's just stare at each other while the song ends. <laughs> you guys want to do a three-way Dutch rudder? You won't, even, you won't even know because I feel like the friend's doing it. Oh, Put your blindfold on. Yeah, fade it out, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's sick of the, doing it. I need, I need get my hand going yet. It's like driving a stick shift. Does oh, anybody fuck. know how to do that anymore? <laughs> Anti-theft device. Funny story. <laughs> no, I had a server at work tell me this really great story this week. Uh, so let's call the server Brooke. Because I told her I wouldn't use her name. Uh, she was telling me the story about how she was giving head this one time. And this guy kept pushing her uh, head down. And she made the conscious decision to take what was given to her and then spit it in the gentleman's face. Good for her. I guess. Good for you, Brooke. Yeah. Anyway. Brooke didn't want to be named because her father might listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that's on you. <laughs> uh, top sports franchises. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. All asshole teams we hate. Uh, I was researching <sighs> and doing my part. So I like broke Want another sip. Yeah, Take sure. A sip for this segment. All right. I, yeah. It's not like we're like pounding. I I thought the easiest way to really think it's about it people. was like <laughs> was break it down by like What's sport, sport, name a few, and then t-shirt sales. Go from there. Well, popularity. Looked, How many celebrities are sitting on your sideline? I took like four to six of the top teams from every sport yeah. when it came to like number of championships mm-hmm. that they had won. Okay. You know. Uh, I looked at the years active because I think there's something to be said for teams like the Ravens who have won two championships only being around 20 years, a team like the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, that was my, that was my dark horse. Yeah. 
who haven't been around that they, long. They, right? I was looking at the Spurs; they've been around thirty-two years. They, they made the pl- coffee. They've made the playoffs twenty-nine. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, and they have impressive. They have five championships. Are we looking at things oh. like whether it's? <laughs> Sorry, dude, this is loose. Well, the other thing I was looking. Are we at, looking at like like iconic like? Historic, like yeah. you have to, you have to add that in as a factor. I think. I also looked at number you, even if they haven't won a lot of championships. I looked at number of Hall of Famers. Oh, now I know what he's trying to push there. Uh, oh god, damn it! I also looked at number of Hall of Famers the teams had, uh, and I did like a percentage of championships they won over the years they were active divided it by Kyle got analytical divided by yes. 0.39 got analytical because when you, i'm going off the cuff let's go when you start thinking about things like for we'll start with baseball since birds wants to kind of push his cubs which uh the cubs are up there with they have 14 hall of famers mm-hmm. um they've won three championships in 119 years mm-hmm. you know great uh Two and a half percent of the championships. Yeah, one of one of the. Yeah, I was going to say one of the oldest, most iconic stadiums. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> one of the largest fan bases mm-hmm. nationally, sp- nationally, which yeah. I think is in, in, important. That's important in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you see Cubs fans everywhere you go. Yep. They they travel well. Yep. Um, and they For sell, they sell years is phenomenal, and they sell out every game. Yeah. yeah. And it's a good so, time. Yeah, it's, it's a good. It, it's your happy-go-lucky franchise. Yeah, well, because sure. if you're going to talk about the Cubs, you almost have to talk, like it's the same way you would talk about a team like the Red Sox, who went a long uh-huh. time for winning. One hundred percent. But like the same things you said about the Cubs, they're all things you know, no. iconic right. stadium. Well, I would athletics. put those those two. <laughs> Those two remind obviously remind me a lot of each other as far That's as franchises go. That's why four, I really wanted to face off in the World Series. Yeah, when they were both rolling. Yep. How fucking that would awesome have been awesome. Would have been awesome. Well, and then you have teams like the Giants and the Dodgers. They don't. They have about as many Giants championships as the Red Sox. Uh, they have, the Giants have twenty five Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants are very underrated. Back yeah. Then, yeah. You know. Timmy, the, uh, Timmy Slim Jim. Yep. Timmy Slim Jim. <laughs> There you go, Tubbs. You want to know who's number two in championships in Major League Baseball in most championships? Don't tell me. Philadelphia. Number two in most Ex- championships in baseball? Montreal Expos. Now I have to check because it might be Philadelphia. Well, it's not the Phillies. It was the Athletics that slash A's were up there. But it's, oh. uh, I believe it's the St. Louis Cardinals. I, oh, yes. You know what's yes, funny is that was is. On, that's is. what I was about to say. Who else? Um, yeah, they were very underrated. For, uh, yes, they, they have eleven championships. That makes up just over nine percent. Oh, yeah, Bob World Gibson hurling no hitters every right. five days, right? right. And uh, three days rest. Mm-hmm. It's really the eighteen Hall of Famers that like make that separation mm-hmm. with like the Giants and the Cardinals. But then we talk about the Yankees, right? A team that's won twenty five percent of the World Series. That I mean, have been they're going to be yeah, they're, all the franchises yeah. are going to be in the top three. But yeah. this is the thing. That's different than the Yankees than all those other teams I talked about. The Yankees have been in the league ten years shorter than every other team we talked about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the Yankees are the number. They're the number one in MLB for sure. No. Um, I I think you're probably there's an argument I think to be made for Red Sox, Cubs, or Dodgers, and maybe probably or Cardinals. I think at number two, teams, like I, Cardinals is out of all the one national. Recognition is probably the least out of yeah, all those. Yeah, yeah, I agree. However, they are, I would almost 100% say 100 successful. Yeah, I I think you can. I think you, the four teams 
really I think you can pull out of Major League Baseball, if you're asking me, are going to be the Yankees, Dodgers, the Cubs, and the Cardinals. I'll put Red Sox in there. Or, I'm sorry. I meant to put them in there as well. Okay. So, five. If I'm going to pull five out. Yeah. yeah. But Giants is a, Giants was a funny call. Uh, I liked Pittsburgh back in the day, but they're the winning, you know, every the, – the funnest part was looking back and realizing how – Remembering all these Hall of Famers that were yeah. before our era. You know, right. one of my favorite players that I never got to watch that I was always intrigued me was Roberto Clemente uh-huh. from Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Um, you know, some of those goofy teams, uh, you know, Mike Schmidt with, you know, my one of my favorite squads was the Cubs in the 90s with Ryan Sandberg yeah. and Mark Grace and yep. Sammy Sosa. And Rich yeah, that was Wil- a fun Rich squad. Wilkins, Steve yeah. Bichelle. I can name the whole line. Dwight yeah. Smith, Glenn Allen Hill. Yep. Uh, uh, Glenn Allen Hill was fun. Randy Myers is your closer. He had one. Guzman. Yep. Um, I can't think of that at the top of my head right now. Anyway, I want to impress you. All right, but then we, but then we go into uh, NFL, and when you think about, you know, when we think about the NFL because of our age, we think about Super Bowls, teams with the most Super Bowls. We got the Patriots. They have six Super Bowls. Also, that's exactly how many NFL championships they have. Pittsburgh, Dallas, San Francisco, Green Bay. Pittsburgh has six Super Bowls. Uh, they also, years active, they've only been active for 87 years. Cowboys and Patriots, 62. Yep. And we're talking about six and five. Like that's The Patriots have won 10% of the championships that they've played in. I have one that for years. I think it has an argument to be made, and that's the Raiders. I was going to say them too. Yeah. John Madden years. Uh, I mean, they, and if we're going to talk about fan base travel and, and um, how widespread right. the fan base yeah. is, yeah. the Raiders are everywhere. Thank you, NWA. Um, well, that, and that's the other thing. You know, I, Green Bay's got a lot of national fans more than people realize because we're in the Midwest yeah. and we're spoiled with it. Um, yep. Dallas. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think, honestly, as much as the Patriots have won the last 20 years, I don't think their national recognition is as high I, as. That, I don't either. That's exactly what. As I, Pittsburgh. Well, San Francisco's got a high following. And my, 49ers. Yeah. That's, that was another to, one I was going to say. The 80s, yeah. they, they did. Everybody loved Jerry Rice and John Montana. Yep. Well, the one thing I was going to bring up with Patriots, my one argument to leave them off the list. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> was going to be. I mean, they, the worst they do have fans everywhere. They have fans everywhere. Yeah. Uh, was going to be Don't the fact count. that, like, if the Patriots <laughs> don't draft Tom Brady or the do the Patriots have any championships? You don't. You don't know. Oh, yeah, they, right. Because Who knows? It's not like Drew Bledsoe was a slug. Right. No, no. I'm not. And yeah, you know, absolutely. He got hurt, and it happened. Yeah. What happened? And he had already led them to one Super yeah. Bowl before right. that. So. Right. Uh, and the Bears are kind of an outlier well, on they, this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thirty-four <laughs> Hall of Famers. They've won nine NFL championships. Yep. Yeah, uh, and you know, thanks yeah. to the, the Bears skit for that too. And the Packers have won thirteen and have thirty-three. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Famers. Um. Uh oh, the brooms aren't coming out. Connor, what do you guys are? Uh, oh, Edmund, it takes a three-one lead. Yeah, yep. seemingly making a game five. So, uh, where so, do you guys stand when it comes to NFL teams? I'll throw Green Bay in there. Uh, yep, I, I think Green Bay. I think Dallas has to be in there. Fortunately, I think I know as much as I Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh has to be in there. Um, Let's do five with the Raiders. Yeah, if we're gonna, I think the Raiders have to be in there. Yeah, but 49ers were, like I said, right before our yeah. time. Yeah, a squad. Ronnie Lott, baby, and like I like I said, there's something to be said with a team like the Ravens also being mentioned, just because of when you look at 
Yeah, but that's also part of the Cleveland Browns franchise. And fuck. Yeah, and I think yeah. I, I think I think we have to we have to stop somewhere. Yeah. And I think that I think we have a good. I think those are, I think those are the main yeah. five. Yeah, but uh, then we move on to NHL. NHL I picked out for the t- original six because it's that hard to. Sense. It's hard. So you got Montreal, Toronto, Detroit, and Boston. Yeah, Boston's got more championships than the Blackhawks do. Yeah. Uh, when it comes Only to because, yeah. Canadians, twenty four. Yeah. 24 Canadians, championships. Maple Leafs, Detroit for sure. Yeah. Right? Maple Leafs, 13 championships. Detroit, 11. Uh, Detroit, or Maple Leafs notching at 65. Hall of Famers. Detroit, 61. Canadians, 57. And then the Bruins make the list because of the 52 Hall of Famers. So I say we do either a top two or a top three. I'm going to put Detroit, Montreal, Toronto. I love Boston. I'm just... Yeah, well, and there's something I'm good with that because then you got because like you put that. Boston on there, then you got to think about maybe Pittsburgh, right? And, like, and you'd have to think about the Blackhawks, and you got to think about the Blackhawks a little bit too, right? Yeah. Hey, but you also have to like you gotta think about the Rangers I, a little bit when we talk about consistently winning over uh, Spain. Yeah, but too, you also look at the national, the national reach, the national reach. Yep, too. Yeah, and um, the only thing I was just gonna say was the Canadians and the Maple Leafs have. Well, their reach in Canada is crazy. Oh, yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, Toronto should be on fire right now. They're pissed. Uh, um, and then we go into NBA. Obviously, Lakers and Celtics are going to be at the top of this list. It's really not even – it's not even close with anybody no. else. Who? The Lakers and the Celtics? Yeah. Um, we talked about the Spurs. I want the Spurs yeah. on there, please. I think it's fair to put them on there, although they don't have the national reach. They've won I, almost eleven percent of the yeah. the championships and seasons right. they've performed right. in. So they deserve to be on there. Uh, I think the Bulls do too. Bulls. I mean, any time that you had the greatest player in history on your team for a period of time and you won six championships, the, yep. I think that. A, and they have a they also have a national so, reach, and the then seven, the Knicks. Uh 76ers for me. Well, the Knicks have way more of a national reach. There's Knicks fans everywhere. Knicks yeah, is, but if we're seventy six percent firepower, if we're edge, yeah. if we're making the edge championships, the Knicks, Knicks have won two. Yeah, they just been that. they're in, they're in that Cubs Red Sox type of. Yeah. Yeah. Pistons have won three. The thing that kind of boosts the Pistons up. Pistons have twenty one Hall of Famers. The Celt. I thought the Lakers would have more Hall of Famers. The Celtics far and beyond thirty seven oh, yeah. to twenty seven. Yeah. The whole seventies through eighties team. Yeah, there's the top seven are all Hall of Famers. But I'm down to do Lakers, Celtics, Spurs. I almost thought about Golden State. Golden State rounds out the top three in number of championships with six because they did have yeah. Wilt, right? You know, in the '80s they did have uh, Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Chris Mullen. Yeah, but national reach, like we talk about, right? Yeah, I think I you have to have the Knicks on there. So Celtics, Lakers, I mean, Knicks, 76ers, Bulls. We can put them on there. I just don't think the Knicks. I mean, there's some of these fair. teams, obviously, I mean, that aren't yeah. going to make the top 10. Right, so. right, right. Uh, so when we're talking about number one overall, do we just Lakers say fuck it? And it's, do we go, it's either the Lakers, or the, Lakers, Celtics, or Yankees. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Do we say fuck it and just I, like, I it's hard in not my, to. In the top in my head right now, it goes. Percentage-wise, I'd almost have to say Yankees are one. That would be, I, I would say Yankees. For me, it would probably be Yankees, Lakers, Celtics in that order. I was going to go Lakers, Yankees, Celtics, but either or. I'm I, think the Lakers, I, all, I think the Lakers Celtics. get a boost just because of 
Showtime. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like at, 100%. because of the how much of a star-studded affair right. it is, in and LA there's fans. And, yeah. Wow. Yep. So yeah, I think Yankees, Lakers, Celtics is a good. Yeah, I'm good with that. You're putting all so you're putting all these sports franchises ahead of any NFL franchise, and I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying in. I think the I think honestly, unfortunately, I think the Cowboys are next. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't disagree. And I would almost go. Do I? I would almost go honestly. Go either Red Sox. No. Steelers. No. Oh yeah, Steelers. I I would go some Steelers or Montreal personally. I I think I'm probably Steelers next. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I have no issue with Steelers at five. Well, then we start talking. I you We know, need to get a hockey team on there probably. Montreal. Yeah, Montreal, we're gonna do six. Um now we're talking it's hard to leave. It's this is Cubs, tough because Cubs, man, Red Sox, you've got Packers, Cubs, Red Sox. Red Wings, that's exactly what I would. Maple I, Leafs. Those are the next four I was going to name. Were like, Cubs, Red Sox, Packers, and and uh, Maple Leafs or Red Wings. I'm sorry, but that might be a homer pick. It really might be the Maple Leafs if we're going to talk. Off for me, and it's tough because you got the Bulls. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so seven, eight, nine, ten. I think you can cross off the 76ers. That's right. He didn't write it down. Because I, oh, okay. right <laughs> I knew there was going to be a I think you can cross were... off the Spurs. Yeah. I say. I, mean, I give an honorable mention to the Spurs for just. Yeah, their, we'll get, like, I, I, I say I say cross off the Raiders just because I think before probably San Francisco. Well, I think the moving back and forth, too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Take card or are you leaving the Cardinals on as being in the talks of this? That's tough because their national, like I said, their national recognition is what slows them down. But they did have, they did win a lot. They did. But are you putting them ahead of the Cubs and Red Sox? I'm not putting them ahead of the Red Sox. The Cubs potentially. Are you putting them ahead of the Dodgers? No, I don't think. No, so. No, I mean I am putting them ahead of the Dodgers. The Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Well, I think the Cardinals, one that the Cardinals one that we Cardinals have more championships. The one that we've talked about that we can all agree on, I think, right now that we just when we were just talking is probably the Red Sox. Then, yeah, yep, yeah, storied franchise. Like, right. there's nothing you can. I think Green Bay has to go next. I was going to say Toronto, Green Bay, Red Wings. Because <laughs> I'm going to put the Red Wings on there regardless, so people can fuck off. <laughs> I think Green Bay is next. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you, gentlemen. I didn't even have to lobby for that. Yeah, we didn't want to hear it. All right, we got two spots. We got Red Wings. We're definitely putting them. Are we putting them at nine? Are we putting them at ten? We'll put them at ten because we're homers. The homer pick. I mean, it's hard not to put Toronto on there because they won fucking so much. So, I, so I think it's hard not to put the Cubs on there. Yeah, but the Toronto can won a lot of championships. Toronto has the most Hall of Famers ever in the national. Well, and the, okay, too. and then uh, and then we still got the Bulls. Bulls. Toronto. Who had who had arguably the greatest not just basketball player but athlete. 
Yeah. Of yeah. all time. And won six championships but in we eight years. We don't put the Patriots on this list. We also didn't put the true. Edmonton Oilers on there when they had Wayne Gretzky tearing up True. Shit. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Take them off. Um, I do like the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, they did win a lot. I don't think I can put the 49ers. Let's do Cardinals just for fun then. Sucks, I don't though. think I can put them. At, uh, I don't know that I can put them ahead of Toronto. Toronto, I, yeah, Toronto, yeah, Maple Leafs, we'll hockey, we'll three of them. Leaves. Nice. Toronto. There we go. All right, Burns, you want to sing Weisman. again? <laughs> Burns, you want to sing again for this? The Feast, top ten sports <laughs> franchises <laughs> list. <laughs> Number ten, the Detroit Red Wings. Number nine, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Number eight, the Green Bay Packers. Number seven, the Boston Red Sox. Number six, we have the Montreal Canadiens. Number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. Number three, the Boston Celtics. Number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. And number one, Alan Cooley's favorite team, the New York Yankees. It's the final countdown. Heat of the moment. <laughs> Sorry, Asia on the way here. Hopefully you're still listening. Oh. Hopefully you're still <laughs> We've hit our stride. We did, it. we did it, guys. So there you go. Is that it? Are we done? I mean, uh, thanks, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Burns out. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, no, that is the end of the countdown. I mean, do you, unless you. Was that the final countdown? That way, Burns said the final countdown. Yeah. Bro. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes. That's he sang it. I sang it. And then it, to, it matched not, up perfect. I couldn't per- sing and drum at the same time. Matched point. up perfectly. It was weird. <laughs> I did that on purpose, Kyle. Yeah, I can I, extend it as long as I want. I know. That, <laughs> that's why when you said it last week, I was just staring at you. <laughs> oh, isn't it weird how that matched up so perfectly? Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, that time was not on purpose, though. It just happened. <laughs> see, see how things go well when I'm gone. <laughs> Next week, we brought it up earlier, episode 42, your Marty Furk episode, because nobody knows who that is, and that's awesome. Jackie Robinson. That's the best one. Mariano Rivera. Another good one. He was 42. He was a 42. Was he? He's a, he, he grandfathered in. He wore 42 even after they retired. 42? Hmm. Burns is looking it up. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry guys Dave uh, that's true yeah <laughs> dave matthews does not have a song called number 42 no no he has a number 34 though doesn't he 36 oh Oof. i was close and he has a number 34 oh see oh look at that it's a, it's a little snippet are you a little mini guy 34, yeah. 32 number 32, 42 impressed? but are i waited impressed? for 41 only she's five kind of? only she's five three DMB tattoo for all your Dave Matthews tattoo pleasure. What do you learn? Socks. What did I learn? I learned that you really thought Miguel Cabrera was better than Steve Eisenman. You made a great argument. Kyle's passionate about that one. Uh, you made a great argument. You not made right. a great argument. He's too, not right, but, but he's passionate. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Oh, I like it when I uh. burns in for the bullshit <laughs> to stir the pot. I also learned... What else did I learn? I don't know. I'll pass. 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 Puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass. Um, 
I learned that the Super Bowl is bi-weekly. <laughs> bi-weekly Super Bowls are nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I learned. They're nice. <laughs> so nice. I learned uh, that we should have put Steve Eiserman number one mm. from the start. Mm. Uh, we, we undersold him a little bit. Mm. Uh, I learned that... Oh, baby, I'm a thug. <laughs> trick daddy. Uh, I learned that Bernie's didn't know the part of the trick daddy. I, you know, I was lost for a second. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I figured that yeah, out. Yeah, I was lost. Yeah. Um, you got caught in the heat of the moment. <laughs> I learned that I can be objective about the Packers here and there and put them on a list when they deserve it. Mm. I and work. still stay strong about your Chicago teams. Yeah, which I still think that one of those two should have been on there. Probably the Cubs. Mm. I were If we have an honorable mention can. section. Mm. I mean, we put Matt Stafford on the last list. Right, so, so I think honorable mention Cubs. is Spurs and Cubs. Spurs and Cubs, I agree. Cardinals and 49ers Car- in Toronto. Cardinals and 49ers. <laughs> no, Toronto made the list. Number nine. <laughs> Toronto made the list. Number nine. Except the 76 The Phoenix Suns. <laughs> yeah. Just because of the gorilla. The Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh, we do best mascots? I want to do top 10 best mascots. We I cleared some stuff up. I took some stuff off. So we best mascots. Yeah, Kyle, best Kyle mascot. cleared the schedule. Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle cleared it off. You overbooked, and so we had a... No, it was just we yeah. doing we, construction, ripping SIGs. <laughs> June 28th, top 10 Chappelle show sketches. June 28th? June 28th. Oh, oh man, that's there's going to be words. There's words, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, the number one is going to be the first <laughs> yeah, skit ever right. made. First skit. That ever. first episode, Pop Copy. Man. Yo, yo B, I am your manager. <laughs> One of the best favorite skits. We were Dan and I were talking about all those. Because fuck them. That's why. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then the STDs with the puppets. Yeah. Uh, guess no, who's the crabs? There was something else I was Sit on about toilet seats, putting in here, but I can't. Bed sheets and pinch your nuts <laughs> with our feet. The crabs. Oh yes, the crabs. The crabs. Olay and Snoop Dogg and Q-Tip around there. It's awesome. I'm excited for that one, Kyle. Yeah. But can we do mascots? Though? That'd be cool. Yeah, we can fit mascots. I want to put the North somewhere. Carolina Ram on there. Mm. I don't know why. I can, be, I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, but my number one's going to already tell you this is going to be gritty from Philadelphia Flyers because that guy is a maniac. Oh, the Philly Fanatic's a maniac. Why did I even think about mascots? So Liz, who are we talking about? Liz Vaughn's favorite oh, episode, favorite mascots. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time we'll talk yeah, about Philadelphia. Thing. It sucks because we'll probably have to put Sparty on there. Yeah, number ten. Uh, <laughs> the gorilla. You think that's gonna suck? You're gonna have to put the leprechaun from Notre Dame on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I. You're yeah. Sparty over. I prefer the Stanford Cardinal tree. Hundred <laughs> percent. Sox prefers the Western Kentucky Helicopter random guy. Yes, the red guy. Yes, the red guy. He looks like Grimace. Yes. Yes. Yep, he's on there. Yep, gritty because his eyes are fucking wild. <laughs> we're giving away what we're gonna uh, do. Uh, people uh, just tune in. July nineteenth. The Georgia Bulldog. Uh, he's got big head. Who else? Oh, oh the actual little bulldog that runs out on oh, the field. The, the actual yeah. Dog. Uh, I like uh, the my one of my favorite commercials during March Madness was the was I don't know if it was Kia commercial or whatever the car commercial Nissan commercial mm-hmm. they pull up and the guy's driving like a maniac he gets out of the car it's the turtle and it takes him like twenty minutes to get to the front <laughs> door love it that's 
Coming July Jack 19th, Rabbits. the top 10 mascots. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars for next week That'll with the top 10 NSNL players. My head's going to explode. Top 10 mascots will be followed by from July 12th, when we will do top 10 favorite color combinations for sports teams. Because it's pretty much the same thing as countdown mascots. Oh, it's all about personality, gamemanship, showmanship. Belly dancing. <laughs> All right, when you do it, when you sell it like that. I mean, if, uh, you know, people always ask me, who do you look like? Who do you think you look like? I'm like, Philly fanatic. <laughs> Based on my shape. If I had a big honker, I'd nail it, dude. Who's your dad? Philly fanatic. Philly fanatic. Vince Vaughn. Uh, next week, though, SNL players. Are we, are we going to be ready for that one? That's going to be stressful. Bottom shelf of the TV rack. Yeah. We shall be ready. <laughs> Yeah, shall we? We shall. Once again, appreciate everybody listening. Remember, golden rule of the feast. Tell three friends. Tell three friends each time you listen to us at 8 a.m. on Tuesday or 7 p.m. on Thursday. And BevNap under every drink. And make sure you get those ashtrays. Clean them out. Nice Have, little wipe out yeah, after yeah, you dump don't it. Just get, yeah, don't dump it. We got to wipe it out. Yeah. Yeah. What was the fourth If you rule? take the napkin and you open up like the third ply, you can create a little pocket. Oh, hellos and goodbyes. Hellos and goodbyes. Don't take Dump the six in the pocket. <laughs> Label all the liquor bottles. Label all the liquor bottles because of Drake Road Pub. Yes. Yeah. And name, label a couple of them MSP Drake just for fun. Yeah. Bing bong. Hello. The creator. The godfather. Have a great <laughs> Tuesday, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Love you, mother. Goodbye, Canada. Um, that's a hot dog down the hallway. on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>